Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcasts with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. We believe that God will give you speed. I can't hear your amen. Today, I stand on the apostolic grace on my head. If there be any force of delay over any destiny, it is shattered forever. Whatever has created a delay in any aspect of your life, the power of the covenant will lift it away in the name of Jesus Christ. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 22. What a very comforting verse. He said, it is because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. And for that mercies are new every day. Glory to God. It is because of the Lord's mercy and what? Loving kindness that we are not consumed. So this morning, whatever the enemy has staged or planned to consume you, the mercy of God will bail you out in Jesus' name. He said, it is because of the Lord's mercies uh, and his loving kindness that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. His compassions fail not. His compassions fail not. It will work for you today. That compassion will work for you. It will not fail in your own life in Jesus' name. He said because, the next verse says because they are new every morning. So there is a new service or serving of his compassion today. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. So I come to you with that strength of faith that nobody will be consumed by any negative circumstances this season Amen. because the mercy of God will speak for you. Amen. Delays can be very frustrating. Delays can lead to discouragement. I've had it in my life. <laughs> We've had it in this church. Many of us are experiencing all forms of delay. Some things you assume that would happen in six months can be six years, right? Some things you assume would take place in, in, in three weeks can become three years. People experience marital delays. Nobody told them that it's going to be like this. They left university or polytechnic or whatever specialized education and just the assumption that, okay, after this I'll get married. And then suddenly years begin to pile on years. Delays can be frustrating. Delays often lead to discouragement. Discouragement opens the door to wrong steps. I've made such mistakes before. You experience a delay and because you are tired of it, you now take a, a wrong step that complicates the delay. In fact, that now delay the delay. How do, you, how do you delay the delay? That compounds the delay. Lasaki. <laughs> so Abraham was waiting for uh, God promised him that he was going to have a child. He was excited. You know, like, oh, I'm going to have a child. Great. Glory to God. It's been barren and it was 75. And then it looked like 10 years, nothing was happening. And then the wife said, ah, okay, since God has promised us, can we help ourselves? And they found what we call a shortcut. 
And that shortcut became a long distance. They had Ishmael out of God's plans. And that created 13 years of another delay before the right thing happened. I'm praying for anyone here. If because of delay you've taken a wrong step and it's affecting you. I pray that the mercy of God will bail you out in Jesus name. We all need mercy. There was the silent years of Abraham. God didn't say anything because he took a wrong turn. He didn't wait for God. 13 years after, God now said, that wasn't my plan. That child was to come from Sarah. And the mercy. I believe this morning, God wants to break the stronghold of delay. And he's going to teach us and then we'll pray and then we'll have a great week. Number one, uh, I call it prayer speed. Prayer what? Prayer speed. I saw something in Luke 18. Prayer speed. We're going to read uh, eight verses. Prayer speed. Prayer what? Prayer speed. Prayer breaks the forces of delay. Can we have on the screen Luke 18? Thank you. He says, then he spoke a parable to them that men ought always to do what? To pray and not lose heart. The delay is there. The delay is forcing you to lose heart. No, it's that prayer that will make it work. But the delay is making you not to pray again. And it's that prayer that will lead to the speed. He says, men ought always to pray and not lose heart. Verse 2. Saying, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Verse 3. Quickly, please. Now, there was a widow, a widow in that city. She came to him saying, get justice. He was talking to the judge. Get justice for me from my adversary. I've been cheated. I need your intervention. Interve- I can't do it by myself. Get justice for me. Next verse, quickly. And look at that. And he will not for that a while. You know delay? That a while can be like three years. He will not for a while, but afterward, he said within himself, though I fear not, I do not fear God nor regard man. Verse 5. Yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Now, Jesus is speaking that parable. He now tried to explain what the parable is all about. Next verse, verse 6. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. <laughs> verse 7. <laughs> and shall not God, shall not God, shall God not avenge his own elect who do what? Cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them. That means when you are praying about certain things, it can appear like God is deaf. Have you been there? I mean, you pray and it looks like, God, are you hearing me? But the very first verse says, men ought always to pray and not to lose us. When it appears like God is bearing long, it looks like, does God really want me to get married at all? Does he even want me to have a, a second child or have it at all? Does it, you know, is that moment that we met, it looks like God is not responding. He bears along with them. Now, they lose faith here. They lose heart here. And they stop trusting God. And the thing remains. What, what we're saying this morning is persistent faith 
in prayers lead to speed. Now look at the next verse. The next verse. Verse 7, please. Okay, verse 8. Thank you. He said, I tell you, after you had bore long. I hope that's correct, man. It's correct. He said, bears long with them. What's the uh, past tense of that? Bore long with them. B-O-R-E, right? He said, I tell you that he will avenge them what? So there is a lacuna or a gap where it appears God is not responding. But as long as what you are trusting God for is in his word, what do you do? You stay stubbornly. You stay aggressively. You stay persistently on it. You now reach a season of a gusher where it looks like there was a delay, but by the time the response starts, there will not be speed. Look at this. He said he was bearing long with them. Now I tell you, he will avenge them speedily. Meaning, when you reach that moment, the thing will not even be happening faster. The Great Dome is an example of that. This, uh, we, were, we were to set this up, when was that, Pastor? 2019? 2019 was also even moving here in Easter. Easter of 2019. Yeah? Easter Sunday, 2019. And everything, I prayed, nothing happened in 2019. And then I said, okay. God, I didn't do it 2019. We show up. 20, and then what showed up in 2020 March? What showed up now? COVID. <laughs> and the church was even now closed. So, ah! For months, I've never had it in my life. There don't be any service for months. I said, God, last year we were supposed to get this done and move in. And now there's even no service. How do we even get an income to do it? I kept praying. I remember he said, just keep coming here. I, I used to come here during the COVID-19. I just drive in here with security guys, you know, just, uh, and, and just pray. It looked like foolishness. I would stand. The foundation was just not there at that time. Just just rickety, and I, I remember I would stand and just be declaring that you are coming up. Some of the places you are sitting now, I will move there and say, somebody will sit there very soon. This place will be filled very soon. And there was nothing all through the COVID period. And in December of 2020, just picked up. And then between December and Easter Sunday of um, 2021, boom! It now looked like speed. You understand? And then many of you, if you have been following our ministry, what happened? Just the recharge conference, like that. Somebody said, wow, what happened? You know, is that the speed? He was now responding speedily. But there was persistent faith. This is going to work. You show me a vision. So whatever you are praying about, if it's the fruit of the womb, for instance, Scripture says, children are the, of the Lord, not of fallopian tube. Children. And God did it for Anna, did it for Sarah. Your case will be an exemption. You stay on it. And I, I'm happy he said children. So in case you have a child and you believe you can have others, it will happen in Jesus' name. Now, now, in between the time you are persistent in prayers, God can show you things to do. And that's the essence of it. If there's anything that is blocking the thing, he will show you, but he won't, he won't show you if you're not still praying. It might be corrections, it could be instructions, but that's it. And as you take heed to those things, you are, you are, you are creating 
speed. But by the time it happens, you'll be running to even meet up with God, like we're doing now in the church. God is the God of space. He will avenge them speedily. Now, if you look at that verse, it now says, but when I come, will I still find faith? Because people often lose heart. I've prayed about this thing for like three years. Nothing is happening. And then the devil begins to tell you, maybe it's my destiny not to get married. Maybe it's my destiny not to have a job. Maybe my destiny to be poor. No. For instance, last year during the COVID, I said, Lord, we've lost a lot. People have lost money. They've lost seasons. Some people, even before the COVID came, they were in losses. COVID now came and losses the losses. As per, it now looked like I'm finished. So I remember I was saying, Lord, we need restoration. And I saw some scriptures on restoration. Ladies and gentlemen, I stood on it for the church and for people. I said, Lord, this scripture must need be fulfilled. Job 42 verse 10. And God restored Job's losses. How many times? Twice. Let's go to Job 42.10 quickly. I, I just saw those scriptures on double restoration. Double restoration. I saw it. He says, and the Lord restored Job's losses. So that you had losses does not mean it's the end of the story. You lost a job. You lost a relationship. or you, something, something was taken from you. It's not the end. God wants to restore you. Some people, is, you lost time. Something that should have happened five years ago has not even happened. And you feel, wow, the devil has stolen like five years of my life. God will pay you back in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, God will measure it back to you in Jesus' name. A couple in our church in Lekki, they were trusting God for the fruit of the womb. I remember we were praying together with them. And then, you know, she got pregnant and they are triplets. So, you know, I said, God has restored you time. All you should have had for like... I don't know, maybe 10 years or whatever number of years. He gave it to you. And I asked the, the father, I said, are you going to have another child? He said, Pastor, please don't talk to me like that again. Pastor, please, it's okay. <laughs> Three. Somebody is here. You, you have been delayed in marriage. It looked like all your colleagues have gone far and you have been crying. A man like Boaz will show up and thank God for your friends. Thank God for the advancement. But a boss is showing up in your life that all it looked like they've accomplished in six months, that man will sort it out. <laughs> your amen is too single. <laughs> you know it happened to Ruth? Her husband died. And then she went with Naomi. Every lady here should study the book of Ruth. Her husband died. And then she met a man, a man of restoration called Boaz, the Kesman Redeemer. And God used Boaz as a restoration. And if you look at the story of Ruth, that Boaz cannot be compared to the husband she lost. When God is restoring, it's always more than what you've lost. Job 42.10. And God restored losses. When he prayed for his friends, indeed, the Lord gave Job. How many? Twice as much. I think somebody, let's do that this morning. Can you put your name there? Um, You know, I don't know. Your name is Chris. What's your name? Faith. What's your name, ma'am? What? Rose, okay. You put in your name. Can we do that? You remember your name? Remember your name? Yeah. You go 
And the Lord restored Yemi's losses when he prayed for Joshua. Indeed, the Lord gave Job, Job Yemi twice. That twice is to make up for the time. Isaiah 61 verse 7. For your shame, you shall have what? Twins. For those, he says, instead of your shame, you shall have what? That job that they kicked you out wrongly, God will restore you and it will be double honor in the name of Jesus. Wow, he said, instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of that confusion, things are scattered. Instead of confusion, you will not begin to do what? Rejoice. There are some situations you are in as I speak. You can't really rejoice in it. You're managing it. But when restoration comes, you will rejoice in it. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess what? Everlasting joy shall be there. So, so if you join this to do for the two, there's something about double what? Restoration. And then you go to Zechariah chapter 9, verse 11. Zechariah 9, 11. So you have the audacity, sir, to pray persistently for double restoration. It's in scriptures. Please fast. Zechariah is in the Bible, my friend. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant. Come on. I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Verse 12. <laughs> Return to the stronghold. What is that stronghold? The blood covenant. Okay, return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today, I will what? If you join these three verses, you can stand on it. The Lord have lost time. Oh, I made mistakes. Your mercy will bail me out. Because of your mercies, I will not be consumed by this matter. And I, I demand double restoration. That was one of the prayers I prayed last year for this church. And what, what happened in this church between... December and July, believe me, it's double restoration. Awesome God. I, I mean, I think we're wrong. It's more than double. We can't calculate it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Somebody, in case you're coming here for the first time, a lot of people invited you. We've all been inviting people. We have seven weeks of soul winning campaign, touching lives. If you know where we were at this, uh, this time last year, it wasn't a bad place. It was the hall you passed. Diamond hole, we call it diamond hole. And the second one is what? Emerald. <laughs> when I look at that place and I say, how did we do it? But we're just happy. But God translated us here. Awesome God. So persistence of prayers. Now yours might not be childbearing or job. It could be time. I saw something, sir, in Joel chapter 2 verse 25. Joel chapter 2, verse what? 25. I don't know. I just want to dwell on that restoration so that you can have faith. So in your privacy, you know what you want to stay with. Joel 2.25. Joel 2. Is it 2.25? I will restore you what? The years. Okay, look at this. Now, guys, and our team in the media, we're going to look at this particular, that first line, okay, in several versions. Anyone, you can just click. And you will see what it means to be restored. It says, I will restore to you the years. That means the things that you missed for years, God can make it up to you. 
get any other version you can look at this i will restore all when it is replaced will it still be missing no anyone again anyone you can get anyone i will restore to you the years any other one? Oh, glory to god i saw one he said i will make up for the years he says the lord said i will give you back what you lost say amen One day I was meditating and the Holy Spirit said, can I imagine myself like um, Jacob? You know Jacob? The old Jacob. And then the sons came home one day and said, sir, we saw this cloth, right? Does it? We think it's our brother's clothing. And the father picked it up and it was whose clothing? Joseph, the, the beloved son. And of course they put blood on it. And God said, look at the scenario. And then Jacob would have been, was crying. Scripture says he mourned for many years. For him, he had lost who? Joseph. But God said, did he really lose Joseph? Whatever was taken from you, you've not really lost it. It, it, it can't go beyond God. He will replace it. I said, he will make it up to you. He will turn your mourning into dancing. And God said, just imagine the day God replaced Joseph. Was it double restoration? The, the son that left uh, as a young boy, trying to get his life together in that sense, he saw him as the prime minister of the greatest empire of their time. How did that happen? So God said to me, Covenant people don't actually experience losses. I am their covenant keeping God. The devil stole it, right? And kept it somewhere. Me, I see it somewhere. I see everything. I can take it, add to it, and I will always bring it back to my covenant people. If they believe. I'll bring it back. The devil can't take it away from me. I see everything. He brought Joseph back to him. The day is true before Joseph. I don't know whether he will cry or he will laugh. Prime Minister, Prime Minister of Egypt in a foreign land. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness. Greatness.